Hey, I'm Veronica. Hey, I'm Casey, and we are so excited that you are here with us on the Thriving Mompreneurs podcast. Yes, motherhood comes with so many different stages, and each stage looks a little different than the one before. Here, you will find perspectives, tools, and advice on a mama in the toddler stages and in the teenage stages and anything in between. So if you can relate to either of those, you are in for a treat. Are you a professional multitasker? Well, turns out it is possible and we are experts at juggling all the things. Do you find yourself waiting for this mom and business thing to get better? Are you ready to start feeling excited for every day? What would you be able to do if you were energized and present in your home and in your business? We have been there too. Mom guilt, the mental load, exhaustion, you name it, we've been there. And the truth is, being a mompreneur is hard work. And that's okay. It wasn't until we started working on ourselves from the inside out that we started to see major shifts in our lives. You can thrive in every stage of motherhood and business, and we are going to do it together. Each week on this podcast, you will learn how to turn your mind and body into your greatest asset. You will feel seen and heard, getting to know other hardworking mompreneurs, and you will get tangible tools on how to implement changes immediately to create harmony in your mind, body, business, and home. Let's dive in. We are here with special guest Carly, who specializes in helping women achieve a hands-off natural birth experience while mastering the challenges of the medical system. We have a really fun episode today, and I can't wait to get started. First up, we want to welcome you to join us in our free community, the Thriving Mompreneurs Community, where you can stay connected with us and meet more business and family-minded women. So hop over to the link in the show notes and join us and make sure to share the group with your business bestie. All right, Carly, thank you so much for being here. I can't wait to dive in. So you told me that you have this five pillars of empowerment. And I, first of all, love the name of that. That's awesome. And so I'm just kind of curious, tell me about the background behind that. What inspired that? Um, How do you apply that? And just let the listener know what's up. Okay. Well, before I actually get into how I did it, I'm just going to tell you what the five pillars are so you can kind of understand the story. Yeah. So my five pillars of empowerment are very simple. You need to have the right mindset. You need to have the right education, the right environment, the right facilitators, and the right support. What that basically means is in my life, what I've noticed is that when you don't have all five of these optimized, that's when you start to doubt yourself, you start to second guess yourself, you maybe don't go towards your true dream. And in my case, it kept me stuck for years. It put me into a relationship that wasn't serving me. And I settled for way less than I actually deserved. It kept me from working from home like I'd always wanted. Ever Mm -hmm. since I was a little girl, I'd wanted to write books. I'd wanted to teach. I'd wanted to just have my own business. And everybody was like, no, you need to get a regular job and just be a regular person. And that never really worked for me. And then even when I was starting to move towards my dream after I had my children, which I'll get into in a minute, people were like, you should charge money for this. This is an amazing service. You need to be out there. And I'm like, oh, no, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. I was very, very shy. I had imposter syndrome around building a business, about getting that impact out there. And it really translated in birth because one of my philosophies, I believe, is that how you come to your birth and your parenting journey 
is how it affects all aspects of your life. So mm-hmm. I didn't see myself as someone who was very confident in speaking up for what I wanted. But when it came to the time I got pregnant with my first baby, I found that none of what was being told what had to happen in my birth was what I wanted. I wanted mm-hmm. to have a home birth and I wanted to do it completely on my terms. And I didn't want anybody to touch me. Now, as a first time mom, people are telling me, oh, well, you need to just go with the flow and you will see. And short part of this is that at 35 weeks, my home birth plans went out the window when they said my baby was too small. I didn't feel he was too small, but everybody was telling me he was. And they talked me into a hospital birth, which was absolutely traumatizing, disempowering. And I knew after that, I'm having another baby and I'm going to figure this out because there is no way in hell I'm ever going back into that hospital. There's no way in hell that I'm going to let anybody tell me what I can and can't do in my birth. And I'm just going to do this. And through my background in psychology, because I'd been into that since I was 11, my dad's a psych nurse. I was just thinking, why did I stop myself? What was really going on? That's the mindset piece. Okay. Mm -hmm. So there's two parts of mindset. First of all, you've got your ultimate dream. All right. And you've got that vision of what it's supposed to be, what you really want. But then you have all these fears that are making you doubt yourself and put your foot on the brakes. You've got one foot on the gas pedal, as my friend Annie Lala said, and one foot on the brake. Hmm. And this keeps you from actually going for what you really want. And instead, you end up settling. Or somebody will tell you that what you want isn't possible, which, Hmm. by the way, anything's possible. If you can dream it, it's for you. It can come true. You just have to really see it more than anybody else. And it helps. And I'll get into this part more later, but it helps to also have those who believe in you Mm -hmm. so that you can then see, oh, actually what I want is possible. So that's the mindset piece is you've got to get past your fears. Now I outline that inside of my book as well. And I'll probably be writing some more in different aspects because birth is not just one way that this five pillar system can be used. Right. The next one you need to know, of course, is, all right, I've got this vision. It is not at all what is inside the box of what is normal in my community, in my friend group, in my family. It's not what is being taught in the mainstream. What am I going to do? How am I going to get this off the ground? This is how I was thinking in my business. I knew that my marriage was ending. There was just no way that after what my partner had done that I could stay with him. I mean, he had a baby with another woman and then I was still hanging on and he dropped that child in my lap and made me a glorified babysitter. Like that was the lowest point of my life. That happened in 2020. And that was when I'm like, that's it. I need to do something with what I've been working towards all along as a birth advocate and childbirth educator. I need to be out there and I can't leave home. I've got two little kids to take care of. I don't want to be a single mother working several different jobs to try and support myself. I won't have any time for my real dream. So I need to figure out a way to get some income coming in that's passive. So I wrote my entire rough draft of my book. It was a 90,000 word behemoth, but I did it over the summer because I had the knowledge already to write. And I was Mm -hmm. writing all of the right education, all the mistakes that I had already made in my birth experience what I'd learned over the last eight years at that point in the birth community. And I put it all in there. So one thing is if you are looking 
to build a business of your dreams, if you're really looking to have that impact, if you're really looking to have that freedom, you need to find the right education. You cannot just go to any old blog or any old uh, place like reading a book and be like, oh, this is how I have to do it. No, it has to really align with what you want. So when people are like, I want a natural birth, for instance, they're like, oh, I'm going to go read the natural birth books. But then they get into these traps because sometimes what's not told to them is this is not how to have the kind of birth you want. Mm -hmm. So this is the same thing with business. And I was able to find the right education. I was able to pull that together because I had a really good research background. And I kept pulling through things until I found the next thing, which is the right environment. Now, I'm not just talking about the space around you. Yes, it's great to work in a nice, clean environment. It's way easier as a mom to be able to sit there at your desk and not have a whole bunch of toys and clutter and everything around you and have kids screaming in the background. So you need to have that for your own peace of mind. But in addition to that, you also need the right environment for learning, for thriving. Because if you're trying to plant seeds into the soil and the soil is not fertile, and it doesn't really give you what you need to keep growing, it's not going to work. So you need to find a place, a community, for instance, or a place that is maybe online, a course, someone in their program that is going to be the right environment for you to learn what you need to do and to be able to cultivate that in your own personal life as well. I mean, I realized as I was building my business, and I was starting to coach people, staying with my partner, that was not a healthy environment. Mm-hmm. There was too much anxiety. I could feel it. So another way to tell if you're in the right, right environment is how do you feel in your body? Are you contracted, tense, feeling like you have to try to get everything done and it's chaotic? Or do you feel like, I got this. I can do this. Yeah, there's a huge workload, but I'm I'm just so well supported in this little pot of soil that this little flower can just sprout and I am okay. Mm -hmm. So then that leads to the next part, that right environment must be populated with the right facilitators. Talking about coaches, I'm talking about mentors, I'm talking about instructors, teachers, those people who have been where you're at. This is important. They have to actually have been where you are at or something similar. They can't just be like, oh, I read this in a book and now I'm just going to regurgitate what's in the book without actually testing it. All of my clients know I've been where they're at. I can also tell them stories of other clients that have been where they're at to be able to really say, you know, like maybe I'm not the right facilitator, but I have somebody else in my team who can help you. You need those people. So you want a really diverse environment. If you're in a program or you're learning from someone, you want a coach or a mentor or a bunch of them who are like, yes, here is the map to get where you want to go. We believe in you is the second most important thing. And they also need to be able to tell you, hey, if my method doesn't work, take what you need from it and piece together bits of your own and make it your own. And here we'll support you in making this your own. They can't just be like, you have to do it my way or else it's not going to work. Because then that's going to just lower your confidence and you're going to think you're wrong and you're going to give up, which again leads to pillar number five, which is my absolute favorite, the right support. When I was trying to leave my partner the first 
couple of times, I did not have women around me to tell me he is gaslighting you. He is not treating you like the queen that you deserve to be. I had the people that were like, well, you know, all relationships are hard. You know, maybe it's not really that bad. Maybe you did something wrong. And the Mm -hmm. same thing with business. It's like, well, you know, nobody in our family has done that. It's really hard. 90% of businesses fail. 99% of them fail after five years. And like, get a job is what I was hearing. So I didn't have that support around me. And I still don't in my original family, like they're starting to see my success. I mean, I've got a book now. So now they know that this is actually real. But before when I had that vision, they couldn't see it. And this is what I tell my clients too. It's like, if you want to have a natural birth, you cannot be hanging around people that are scared and don't believe in your ability to actually birth your baby, because that's just not going to work. They just keep pushing you down to get you to conform and fit in the box. Mm-hmm. But the most important support, if you have it, and if you don't, that's okay, because I'm a single mom and I don't have this kind of support yet. I have it through a friend and I cultivate it through a lot of people. But if you have a partner, your partner must be an absolute stand for your dreams so that when things are starting to get really busy, And maybe the housework needs to be done. And maybe the kids are needing things, but you've got this project. They cannot be deciding to go on a five-day trip. And this is a true story, a five-day trip to go hunting and camping and leave you at home with two little kids the week before you're trying to do your very first launch that you're still learning everything. And then come home a day early, see the house is a mess and blow up at you. And tell you you're not special and tell you that you're playing at business and you're not making any money yet. So you just should stop. Like that is not the partner you want. You want the partner who is like, babe, I can see this is really important to you. So tell you what, I'm going to take some time off from what I was going to do. And I'm going to just make sure that you are completely supported and that you have everything you need. Do you want me to go and make dinner? Do you want me to go and get something? Do you want me to do the errands? Do you want me to take the kids to school? I will do whatever it takes because I believe that this is important. It's important to you. It's important to me. If you don't have that in your life, well, you're with the wrong partner or you need to go and find that person. You do not want to find the partner who is like, I don't like you working all the time. Like that is not a good fit for you. Mm-hmm. And even when I was looking in the dating world, people were like, well, why are you so busy? I don't want my wife working all the time, my future wife. I'm like, dude, I haven't even gone on a date with you. And there's just like no way. So having (laughs) that right support is super important because once you have that, once you have all five of these, and again, it's the right mindset, the right education, the right environment, the right facilitators and the right support. What this does is now you have a complete container, an incubator of support. And you just able to just be like, I've got this. Even if it's not happening right now, I know what my vision is. I believe in it. Everybody around me believes in me. I have all the tools, all the resources. If I need more, I know where to get them. And I am going to make this happen. And that's what I ended up doing. Within two years of finally deciding to start my business, I have accomplished the following. First of all, I've I've coached more than three women 
to have amazing transformative birth experiences that are beyond what a lot of people would think would be possible. One of them was 41, had gestational diabetes, a previous C-section, had a completely unassisted vaginal birth in the hospital, which was just unheard of, but she did it. Another one, she'd had two previous C-sections. She'd had an induction with her first baby. She'd got tricked out of her B-back with her second. She was told that because she had two C-sections, she was having another C-section. She said, no, I'm not. She ended up having a home birth after cesarean, completely unassisted with her partner catching the baby. They reclaimed their birth that day. And it was the most beautiful experience. She was my first paying client. And then on in addition to that, one of my recent clients that I just had, she had three previous C-sections. She was told she absolutely could not have a VBAC after three previous C-sections. She wanted a home birth. She ended up transferring. We didn't know how this was going to turn out because the hospital was like, you show up, we're going to give you a C-section. Guess what? Three. She was able to advocate for herself. Her partner came in as her greatest support. She had that beautiful birth experience that she wanted. She had her natural birth. And she's like, not everything went exactly to plan, but mm-hmm. I did not end up giving in. I did not let them take my power from me. I had my vaginal birth. It was with the little girl, her first little girl. So it was just beautiful. And I mean, that's that's what this system does is it shows you just how much accelerated growth can happen for myself by using this five pillar system in my life. I got out of a toxic, volatile, 13 year trauma bonded narcissistic relationship that I had been terrified to leave. So terrified, in fact, that even after my house burned down a year previously in 2019, I still went back to him for survival. But I saw the writing on the wall because he'd gotten another woman pregnant. That baby was born. It was his. And he was not standing for my dreams. On top of that, I also was able to leave him within the year. So I just was like packing my bags and I'm gone. It was just so easy. And I had no need to be like, I need to call him. I'm making a mistake. No, I was like, I'm done. I'm seriously free. I was able to go towards my dreams. I got into a program that was able to help me. I was taking classes. I was raising two little kids on my own. I was coaching clients. I had a program that I was running, a little group program, which was getting people massive results as well. I was running workshops. I had four workshops that I ran in one year. And then I ended up creating a whole course suite of digital prod products that they're now on the back end as I'm recalibrating them and changing them around. I wrote my book. It's on Amazon. And that's all happened within two and a half years. Wow. So, I mean, and, and then on top of that, I built a YouTube channel that I'm working towards. I have my social media and I've been on podcasts. So anything is possible, even for someone who's a shy little introvert like I was and didn't think I would ever get on stage or talk like this, what I'm doing right now. Yeah. That's amazing, Carly. That is, yeah, you've accomplished a lot in a short amount of time. And I love that you're kind of bringing women along with you. And that's, that's really beautiful. So, um, with all of that said, that amazing story, is there a way that you would summarize it for the listener? And, you know, one takeaway of what they could take away from your story and your system and everything that includes? Well, um, I would say 
it's it's almost Disney in the way it is. It's like that dreams do come true. Mm. And you <laughs> really that. just have to keep believing. And even if it feels really, really hard, when you have that vision inside of you and you know that what you're creating for the world and your business is going to help so many people, you have to make sure that it's bigger than you. Mm. It can't just be, oh, I need to do this so I can make money. It's I need to do this because there are people out there suffering that don't know all the things that I know that would help them. And I can't see it anymore. I can't. It hurts me. It hurts my heart to see these stories of these moms who are having these disempowering birth experiences that they come in wrecked. In fact, Mm -hmm. one of my partners that I have, and she's also the one that had the unassisted vaginal birth in the hospital. She had come to me absolutely broken, thinking she was never going to have another baby. And I was just her friend and showing her what she needed. And she's like, how do I pay you? I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like, well, I mean, this is a service. How do I pay you? And I brought her in. So if you've got people in your life who are like, wow, this is so valuable. This is so needed. You need to listen to that. And no matter what, limiting beliefs you may have around you, no matter how many people say, oh, that's not possible. That's going to be too hard. You go for it anyway, because you don't know how much you can actually accomplish. We underestimate how much we can actually accomplish within five years and overestimate how much we can do in a year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Carly, for sharing your story and just everything that you've experienced. It's very, very impressive and and something that I can very I can tell you're proud of. And the fact that you are again bringing people along the way is just amazing. So I hope you, as a listener, took the you know the main point, which is if you can dream it, you can do it. And I I am all for that. So I love that. We always end our episodes with a question of the day. So today's question of the day is, what is your favorite kind of Halloween candy? (laughs) Now that the holidays are coming up, what would you say yours is, Carly? Oh, um, honestly, I don't eat candy so much. So my favorite thing is when the kids come back and they have potato chips. I'm like, rock (laughs) on potato chips and cheesies. But (laughs) I've never been a candy person. The the dyes and everything, they just make me feel so sick. So yeah. Even with the red licorice, I'd be like, oh my God, it's so good, but it hurts so much. So (laughs) I just can't. Um, So that would be my answer to that one. Hey, that is okay. We actually, (laughs) I'm scared that my house is going to get TP'd one day because we pass out like the yum earth, like organic candies without the dyes and the... So that's what's going to be our house. So that's my favorite thing is the the vitamin C yum earth. uh, Oh, Halloween lollipops. I've never heard of those. Yeah, Maybe I might do that. My kids are constantly trying to get that candy. And I'm like, no, because (laughs) I I can't tolerate it. There's no way I'm going to be dealing with that. So usually when my ex takes them out, I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, you take that candy to your house. Yeah, (laughs) that's funny. Well, I love that. Well, there's definitely organic options. I don't know if they're much better, but they do have a little bit less dye. So (laughs) if you are, yes, yes. And as a listener, please head over to the Thriving Mompreneurs community and answer that question for us as well. Will you actually tell the listener where they can find you either on social media or how they can connect with you? Okay. So To connect with me directly, all you have to do is email me, carly at empoweringmomsbirth.com. 
You can also check out my website, empoweringmomsbirth.com. I have Instagram and a YouTube channel. If you want to get my book about the five pillars of empowered birth, it's called Your Empowered Birth. It's available on Amazon. And you just go to empoweringmomsbirth.com forward slash book to learn more. Awesome. And this information will be in the show notes as well. Perfect. And with that said, I will see you next time. Well, Mama, that wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for being here with us again this week. Before you go, please make sure you hit that follow button so you get notified of all the new episodes that are coming up and head on over to the Thriving Mompreneurs Facebook community and join us there. In our thriving community, you will be connected with other business and family-minded mamas looking to feel fulfilled and energized within their lives. And you will be able to start implementing some of the tools we talked about right here on this podcast with some amazing accountability. All right, mama, we will see you at the same time, same place next week. And remember, you were made to thrive. See you next time.